1: Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio, We're your humble, happy hosts, broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas. Julie, my dear, welcome to today's radio show.
0: Thank you. I'm so excited. I've got some really great shout-outs from Facebook, and I think that our, our shout-out theme today is doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it and getting results. So I'm
1: <laughs> so proud of Good. our uh,
0: listeners and our members, and it's nice to see that. So back to you.
1: So, Julie, I, you're, I noticed you're, you have an extra excited tone in your voice. Is it because you get to take Zoe to dance lessons today right after the radio show?
0: <laughs> I am cautiously optimistic. We'll see how it goes.
1: <laughs> so, long-time listeners, you know we have a little girl, little daughter named Zoe Grace Harris, and she has her first dance class ever three-and-a-half years old today. And, uh, yeah, so if those of you who have had kids before, this is Zoe's our only kid, so this is going to be a very exciting day. We might share the video with all of you on Facebook See how it of this tiny little human dancing. It'll be very funny. But anyway, so listen, these guys listen to us because they want to learn how to help others and make money. They don't want to hear about Zoe's dance class. Julie, <laughs> you have some shout-outs from Facebook. Why don't I we, do. Why don't we knock those out? Yes.
0: Yes, this is perhaps one of my favorite ones from Miss Whitney Presley in Plano, Texas, writes, and made myself make those for sale by owner calls otherwise known as unrepresented sellers made myself make those fisbo calls at 6:30 p.m. today this is last night even though it's been a rough day where a client terminated a contract that was basically complete i felt like it was a wasted day one for sale by owner called me back and booked a listing appointment today was my first time really trying for sale by owners and it's already pa- <coughs> excuse me already paid off So Whitney's a great example. She had what she thought was a fairly wasted day, right? Somebody canceled a contract. I'm sure she had spent some time with that person, ends up with a new listing appointment. Okay, so when you guys are having a tough day, remember it's too soon to tell. Perhaps it's a great time to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it and use some of that frustration and angst to perhaps close somebody harder, and I think for sale by owners personally kind of have it coming because you know they're trying to do on their own what you guys are supposed to be really great at. So call them up. Phone number's right there, and Whitney has already been rewarded for that. Okay, so moving on to Kelly Downey-Delfino writes, amazing month. Thank you, Tim and Julie Harris, uh, for showing me the way. I have six under contract, one new listing, and uh, buyers, buyers, buyers. Not sure which end is up, but I'm loving it. So thank you for that, Kelly. Keep up the good work. And a lot of people doing some BPO work, some chatter back and forth on that. Uh, I have a message from one of our Premier students. Thank you, Julie, for clarifying the treasure map versus the 90-day massive action plan versus the survival plan and how to use the things in the Premier program. I spent a little bit of time on that yesterday, Tim, in the Premier class, just clarifying when you should use each of our business plans. And then last but not least from Mr. Master Bynes, he says, I created my first ad for new construction on Craigslist using 1-800-HOME-HOTLINE. In addition to door knocking for sale by owner and eventually calling, uh, let's see, after noticing vacant, we had a short conversation about property following up next week to find out uh, if we have any offers. So Master Bynes in... I can never remember if he's North or South Carolina. I think South Carolina uh, is using, has deployed 1-800-HOME-HOTLINE. We got a question on the premier class uh, a couple of days ago about... If, you, you know, if you're not going to use it on a listing or you don't have listings, your listings are sold or what have you, what are the other ways to use 800-HOME-HOTLINE? And I think we'll probably do a radio show on that at some point, but uh, one of my responses was new construction. Well, within 48 hours, here's Master Bind's already deploying that and implementing. So I wanted to give him a shout out for taking action and not just saying, hey, that was a good answer and doing nothing. He's the guy that implements. So back to you, Tim. Those are my four Facebook shout outs.
1: And remember, guys, you have to be, and I mention this pretty much every single day. I'm just reminding all of you. A lot of you are in it. Maybe you're in it more than you've ever been in it before. You're making more money. You're working with more people, and you're starting to feel a little overwhelmed. You cannot let that feeling, that temporary feeling of overwhelmed or being tired or being burned out or all these other types of things that maybe other people start saying to you, oh, you're so busy, you're not enjoying your this, and you're not enjoying the summer, and you're not screwing all that. Ignore them. Drill down, focus on helping people and making money. And with that money, with that profit you make from your business, reinvest that into things that produce passive income for you. We talked about this about a month ago on the real estate on this uh, show. So we'll go back to listen to those. A whole week. We got tons of great feedback on that show, on that series we did. But here's the bottom line: it's not always like this. We're from Ohio, so I shared this saying with you, when, there, when, you, when the sun is shining, make hay. When the hay is, you know, when the, That's it. You cannot make hay when it's raining. As a matter of fact, if your hay is in the field when it starts to rain, it will mold. <laughs> that is a great way of explaining to all of you guys that right now, most of you are experiencing high levels of success. You've got to go out there, do what you don't want to do, when you don't want to do it, at the highest level. Make sure you're pre-qualifying everyone. Make sure you're focusing on the folks that are actually transact. Make sure you're valuing your time. Make sure you're following a system. And, guys, make as much money as you can. And, make it, it, and you've got to have the mental mindset that your greatest opportunities to make money are going to be over the next probably three or four months. Make as much as you can. Help as many people as you can. Save as much as you can. You guys get it? That's it. That's the discipline. Nobody – write this down, everyone. I actually, Julie, hadn't said this in forever, and I came out on a coaching call today. But you do not get rich from selling real estate. Write that down. Brokers, office managers, agents, team leaders, doesn't care. I don't care what you label yourself as. You will not get rich selling real estate. Nobody ever has. Nobody ever will. You get rich from reinvesting the profits that come from selling real estate. So what are the two assumptions about the second part of that? You don't get rich selling real estate, you get rich from the profits invested from selling real estate. That assumes you have profits, and that assumes you have profits ample enough to reinvest. I'll go back and listen to those podcasts on that particular topic, but you guys get the gist of this. You guys understand what I'm trying to say. Your job is to do not think that your real estate uh, business is going to somehow create some big liquidity event for you. It never will. You have to look at every single day, every single week, every single month as your opportunity to make profit. And if you're not making at least 50 or 60% profit margins in your real estate business, you're doing something wrong. You're making a mistake. Let us help you. You have to stay focused on making profits. Pull that money out. Set it aside. Obviously, take care of the things you've got to take care of, but most importantly, stack the cash. There's going to be some supreme buying opportunities that are going to start coming up in late 2017 into 2018. If you think you're too old, if you think you're too young, if you think you're too dumb, if you think you're too smart to actually Finally get rich from um, creating a passive, a source of passive income, a.k.a. real estate uh, rental properties. You, you're limiting your potentiality. You're making it so that you will never accomplish those things in your life. You can. You have to become a prolific earner, a prolific saver, and then you have to be vigilant about reinvesting that money. But it all goes back to the fact that you have to have a profitable real estate business. Are you guys understanding what we're all about? We're all about helping you guys create financial independence, freedom. Isn't that what you're trying to do? Isn't that the whole reason you got in real estate in the first place? So, Julie, this topic is awesome, and I think you got the inspiration from this topic actually from a suggestion from one of our listeners. So I'm just going to toss the show back to you.
0: All right, let me just introduce this by using uh, an email from Liz Wilkerson, who sells real estate in eastern Tennessee. Now, Tennessee is not a huge state, so anything you've got in eastern Tennessee is probably right for her. If you've got any referrals, send them over, and we'll take good care of Liz with those referrals. always like to give you guys that shout-out. So Liz writes, Julie, I guess I mean that we have – she had sent me a previous email, and I asked for clarification. I guess I mean that anytime we have something to say – Let's make it actually mean something to the consumer, client, prospect, public, et cetera. Actually, that's what makes you and Tim special. You offer a fresh, direct perspective to all of us. You don't mince words, yet you're helpful and compassionate, and you are specific with your advice and coaching. How can we apply this approach to our clients and prospects and be the leading edge and be competitive? I envision hearing from you a bullet-pointed list of value-added service or sales tactics. Does this make sense? Again, from uh, Liz Wilkerson in Eastern Tennessee. All right. So that spurred me to create something specific, not just for Liz, but, you know, for everyone kind of struggling with, all right, I know I've got to call people back, different types of follow-up, what do I say that's impactful and not just wishy-washy sounding like everybody else? Okay, so we're talking about offering something of value, and here's a fact. Most salespeople are terrible at any kind of lead follow-up, asking for the business, and setting appointments, that's a fact. We see that in coaching all the time, you guys know it. Another fact is that those things are the same things that create profit. Remember that profit is your product, so it would make sense that you don't want to be terrible at this. Fact, 44% of salespeople give up after just one closing attempt, 44% after one attempt. Fact, 80% of sales occur after five follow-ups. Now a follow-up can be, we recommend a mixture of things. If you're following up just by text or email, you may never have any verification that they even got your message. So text, email, voicemail, handwritten card, pop by, mix it up. 80% of sales occur after five follow-ups. This means that, remember our first stat, 44% give up after one closing, 44% of agents are not even putting in 20% of what it takes to actually create a sale. Does that surprise you, Tim, that those stats are so kind of wackadoodle? I mean... Most people give up after trying once.
1: Actually, I'm kind of surprised that the stats even – You know, know, Most people don't even try it. look at You're using general sales statistics. You're not even really using statistics that are specifically pertaining to real estate agents. The reality of it is is most of you guys never even try the first time because you're still waiting. A lot of you have this paradigm, this belief that you can wait around for a lead to come in from your centers of influence and past clients. You're waiting for an email. You're waiting for a phone call. You're waiting for Zillow to send you a buyer lead. You're waiting and waiting and waiting for someone else to do the business for you so you never even have to step up to the plate, even give yourself an Opportunity to learn how to be a salesperson and learn how to close for the first time. So that's what I was thinking. The fact, yeah, that well, it's true really because
0: think. if you look at, you know, 44% give up after one attempt. That's not counting the people who didn't attempt. So it probably is right, kind of. Right. Exactly. Good point. So here's the typical agent. This is what we're trying to get away from and coach you out of. Typical agent, and I'm sorry that nobody really teaches you this, like in real estate school where I think it should happen, but that's what we're here for. So the typical agent might say, hey, this is Jack with ABC Realty just calling to follow up with you about buying here in Austin. Call me back if you're still looking. Or, hey, it was great meeting with you last night. You've got a great home. Let me know if you have any questions about the process. No closing in there. Nothing really of value. Or, hey, this is Jackie with XYZ Realty. You emailed me about a house for sale here in Rockland. Give me a call back. This is typical. We know this because we role play this type of thing with our coaching clients and because it comes out on our premier coaching call. Here's the fact. All of my example messages, which are, by the way, real-world messages, uh, are missing something of value. To Liz's point, why would they call you back if you have little to offer them? Do they even remember who you are, how they know you, or how you got their number. And Tim, maybe you remember there used to be a stat about the uh, average number of agents that, I think it was about buyers on average speak with between 8 and 12 agents before they actually buy, but they're more likely to actually buy with the first one that they communicated with. I need to dig out that stat because I thought that was interesting well, how many agents people have run across.
1: The stat, though, that you're referencing is pre uh, agents buying buyer leads well, so it's now worse the number now. if you yeah. right exactly so if you factor in the numbers of conversations they actually have like in you know voice to voice versus digital mm-hmm. emails and whatnot you're probably looking at literally dozens i mean you guys know that when you are you know buying leads from these portals and that is what you're doing you're buying leads you're not the only person that's getting that lead you guys understand that. Hopefully, if there's any new agents listening and you're right now going to get, about to get a call from somebody who's trying to sell you some zip code so you can get access to some buyer lead pool, he's also selling those same exact leads to who knows how many other agents. you got to remember that. So those buyers, a lot of those buyers, the internet, every research project that's been done on internet buyer leads, just for what it's worth mentioning, they're the least motivated, the least likely to transact, the least everything. In other words... A waste of time, and you should not be spending any time on those guys. The best leads are always going to come from the folks that are driving around, and this has always been true in calling off signs. And that's the reason we're advocates of using 1-800-HOMEHOTLINE.com. Jules?
0: Yes, indeed. So here's the secret: people buy and sell with agents who have and do the following. And I'm going to go through this relatively quickly, but I think it's practical and tactical to remember all of this. People buy and sell with agents who do the following. Point number one: agents who have massive amounts of energy and enthusiasm sound like someone you want to do business with sometimes even when we call you as coaches and hear your voicemail it's like are you serious or the voicemail is full which is even worse so energy and enthusiasm i have quick points mini points a b and c a get a mirror in your office do you actually look enthusiastic are you smiling are you dressed professionally or are you in your sweatpants and flip-flops Point number B, stand up, walk around, talk with your hands. This helps keep your heart rate up and your mindset positive. Mini point number C, record some of your calls and be introspective. Would you have given you that appointment? Yes or no? And if not, why was that? Here's the secret, research shows that people will list or buy with the first agent who responds to them in almost every case, so urgency matters. Big point number two, Remember these are things that people will buy or sell with agents furiously. who have act- actual market knowledge. What would you
1: just Fur- furiously ahead? fast lead follow up, right? So that's yeah. what you should be writing yeah. down about your last point. That's their mantra. Furiously fast lead follow up. Yes.
0: Yes. Like they can't even believe how fast. They barely hung up the phone and you called them back. And you often when you're good at this, they'll often say, uh, are you real?" <laughs> you know, and that's great. <laughs> that's when you've got them. That's when you know you're doing a good job. Bitcoin hey, number Billy, 2. i want to share with you. Yes.
1: No, I'm sorry, but there's, there's a new kind of company that's coming up, and I thought, and I came across a third one yesterday, and this is stunning to me, but not really. These guys, get this, listeners, you probably know who I'm talking about. You're probably even maybe thinking about, you know, whatever. They, Julie, will receive all your lead calls, all your emails. They'll basically take all your leads, and they'll convert them. They'll pre-qualify them for you, and then they sell them back to you for a 25% referral fee. Oh Did I tell you about that?
0: <laughs> I think you did mention it. I mean, it's a great business plan, really. I I mean, I can see it being it's, very successful. It's monetizing agents' laziness.
1: About. Right. Totally. Right. But it's ridiculous. Agents, there's companies that are now actually able to make a living essentially uh, off of unwillingness to do their own lead follow up. That is insanity. <laughs> Come on now. You guys, uh, I, don't I, I don't know. That okay. kind Get of back proves points, my point, Julie. though.
0: It does prove my point, so I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I I always have had this this uh, little business plan notion that somebody should charge agents to do their price reductions for them. You know, charge five hundred bucks yeah. for a five percent price reduction because they hate doing that too. But anyway, I digress. No, they'll pay Point more. We,
1: could, we you know, if, Probably. yeah, the agents will pay more if they're if they're paying twenty five percent for someone to convert a lead for them that they could have done themselves That's in cool ten actual. minutes. They're, <laughs> sorry, go ahead.
0: <laughs> yes. Okay. Point number two: actual market knowledge matters. Are you answering the actual question they have? Or the actual need in which you first communicated, or perhaps what they left in your voicemail. Are you actually listening and taking care of that with real knowledge? So, mini point A, for example, did you research the property they called on before you called them back, as well as the other homes like it which may meet their needs? Especially internet leads, I see this as a problem. Mini point B, seller leads, did you look up their home, their neighborhood, the average days on the market, and the trends? Do you actually know anything about what you're talking about when you call them back? Some of you guys don't call back because you don't take the time to figure out how to answer the question. Mini point number C, are you winging it and praying to the real estate gods or are you intending to set a qualified appointment or solve their question? What are you actually doing? Are you just winging it and getting through the call? Okay, so on to big point number three. Call with intent to set an appointment, not just to get through your calls. People can tell the difference. And point number four, and I'm going through these fast so we can get to some actual scripts here. Forget about mirroring and matching. Oh, my gosh, that makes me insane. Actually listen for content, intent, and need. You don't have to fake listening if you're really listening. And point number five, always follow up with something of value and a call to action. And we're going to give some examples of how to do that. Are you ready for that, Tim? Anything to add in between?
1: Uh, heck yeah. No, no, no. It's good. I love what you said about the mirror matching stuff. It is kind of funny <laughs> that agents complain that they feel they don't feel like being salespeople because it, 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 they feel like they're being an inauthentic version of themselves. And then someone tells them to study NLP, study DISC, study mirror and matching. And how is that not just oh. more, more of the same manifestation of They'd acting and being fake? <laughs> it's the same thing so yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mirrors, mirror tell. mirroring and match mirroring and matching needs to be thrown into the ash heap of um i don't know what you want to call it silly stuff Same that oil. people thought were tr- was true but which isn't exactly all right so julie yeah. go ahead now guys write Absolutely. these scripts down these are really important this is how you basically make what was maybe an ineffective call into something an ineffective lead follow-up call any kind of contact this is how you actually make this into something of value so julie let's get through these
0: Yes. Okay. So again, something of value plus a call to action. So let's think about buyers for a second. Here's a sample follow-up message or script. You said you wanted a three-bedroom, two-bath, two-car garage with a private backyard in the ABC school district and that you didn't want to go over 450. Well, I've just previewed two homes that absolutely meet your needs and I can't wait for you to see them. Let's go either tomorrow at 4 p.m. or this evening. That way you can be the first to see these listings. Call me back to let me know which time works best for you versus, hey, call me back if you're interested, if you do that at all, right?
1: Go ahead. Exactly. Well, no, I'm agreeing with you. But you have to basically... When you're, when you're calling these guys back, and if you read our lead follow-up scripts, guys, like uh, say, for example, the script when you're calling back um, a lead from, say, 800 Home Hotline, right? and you call them back, and you know, you're actually what you're doing is you're, you're weaving in the pre-qualifying questions. The most important questions always come first because you're trying to pull out their motivation. So like, for example, if you have to call somebody back today, you've got to buy our call listening to the podcast. You gotta, you're now motivated to call your leads back furiously fast. Uh, you're going to call them right back. I want you to simply call them back and say, hi, this is Tim Harris with ABC Realty, and you're, you are know, calling on 123 Elm Street. I'm just returning your call. And they're going to have questions. Is it still for sale? What's the price? Let me check on my phone or let me check on my computer to make sure that, one's, that home is still available. By the way, which house in the neighborhood are you thinking about selling? So what you're doing there is you're basically intertwining powerful questions that will result in that becoming a lead opposed to doing what everyone else does, what most agents do, where you kind of just BS your way through a call, try to bond with them, try to find things in common with them, try to talk about your dog, try to talk about the fact you both went to the same school, all this other crap, all this other fake stuff that makes you feel fake, that makes you feel inauthentic, which makes you hate being a real estate agent because you know you basically are fake. That's what makes it so that you don't want to do this business because you're not actually being an authentic version of yourself. You have to have skills. You have to know what to say. You're solving somebody's problem. You're being of service to others. That's what we're all about. That's what our scripts are all about. Julie?
0: All right. So let's think about sellers for a second. Here's a sample follow-up script. I can't wait to meet you and see your home so I can help you get it sold by the time your new home awaits you. You said that you should be that, that should be in about 90 days, so I'm excited to get to work for you so you don't have the stress of two homes. I'll see you Saturday morning. Make sure you check out the packet of, in, packet of information I sent you before we meet and call me if you have any questions. See you Saturday. Okay, so that's a sample confirmation of a listing appointment. And I'm going to put these into all the – I call these situational scripts, right, because they're just little snippets. But this is versus not calling to confirm at all, not closing at all. What did I do in there? I reaffirmed why I'm going, what's important to them, and I gave them a call to action. Check out my PLP. Call me if you have any questions. See you on Saturday. And again, remember one of our previous points. You have to have energy and enthusiasm. Sound like the person I want to deal with. And one more post-listing follow-up script because uh, Liz actually mentioned this in her previous email. This is Liz with ABC Realty just calling to thank you for trusting me with the sale of your home. Here's the next thing that happens. And I had a note. Refer to your listing plan of action from your pre-listing package because that's what you promised was the next thing that would happen. Please count on hearing from me every Friday afternoon with an update until your home sells, which will hopefully be ASAP. Talk to you soon. I've got to get back to work. Okay? So lots of energy and enthusiasm. You know, really appreciating their business, giving them something of value. So, I wrote down homework to to make the commitment to communicate with value on all calls. Have a call to action, but give them some value. A B C. Always be closing. Always be setting appointments. Remember that leads by themselves have no value. Only qualified appointments have value. And really, the closed transaction that leads to profit is what gives you value. You know, to yourself and to your family based on what your goals are. And to rewind to your previous point, Tim, their wealth is coming from what they do with their commissions, which requires that they have commissions in the first place, and that requires that they provide value. So that's what I wanted to kind of wind up. Remember, into. And guys, I hope that I answered Liz's uh, email, <laughs> but go ahead.
1: They're coming in contact with you because they want to transact. Well, I can't say that's true with the buyers. Some of the buyers are just being nosy, let's be honest. And some of the buyers you guys are getting from the Internet, they're just basically – I mean, they're not even really anybody at all. They're just names, numbers. They're not anybody that will ever buy a house. There's a long-term rental trend that's happening in the United States, and it's not going to change. There's absolutely people that are going to maybe even grow their whole entire lives without owning homes. There's still a strong desire to own homes, but we're definitely seeing the whole, uh, essentially the tapestry. Look who's buying the properties in your markets. How many of them are investors? I'm hearing from great agents across the country that their biggest surge of buyers are actually coming from investors, not investors looking for deals, but investors who are actually willing to pay Retail for homes they're buying them because when they pay cash they're getting long time tar- long time long term uh, cash on cash returns of 7 8 9 10% That's what's happening. So you guys are going to be having more opportunities to talk with folks, but very few of them, and you're discovering this, are actually going to have the ability and the desire to follow through and transact. That's the reason it's critical that you are very effective at uh, having conversations. Julie said closing, and I'll soften that a little bit. Have conversations that are basically going to move folks towards the actual reality of whether they can transact or not. Don't waste time with people that basically are just going to waste your time. You've got to ask them very clear, specific questions and and move them towards this is what has to happen. Move them towards you controlling the process. That's what your scripts are all about. That's what being a professional is all about. It's not about having these little haphazard social conversations. Leave very direct messages. When you say something to somebody on a voicemail, always leave a hook that's going to want them to make them call you back. You guys get it? This is basically how you take your game to the next level. This is like, as Julie said, this is, a, this is like essentially a finer point on what a lot of you are doing. And this podcast, you know, it's designed specifically for those of you who are in action. So if those of you who are in action, those of you who don't have enough opportunities to work with folks, this podcast was just an exposure and enlightenment to the conversations and the thoughts you're going to be having when you finally do have enough customers. Guys, look, the market, for many of you, this is, you're you're dealing with, you know, some of you are dealing with what's going to be the best three to five years of your professional career. Some of you are going to earn more money over the next three to five years, no matter what direction the market's going, because you're finally getting it. You're finally realizing what an incredible opportunity selling real estate is. You know, and it is. It's a blessing. I, I, we get questions from folks all the time asking, you know, should I get in what business? They listen to our podcast and they're not even in real estate, right? So they, because we're like one of the top rated shows for uh, small business uh, in, on iTunes. And so they they discover us. They probably like Julie's picture, thinks he's pretty and they listen to us. Whatever, it's fine. okay? And then then they're thinking about opening up a hardware store, or opening this, the other thing. And they always, they'll ask us for business advice and we always tell them the same thing. We think you should get a real estate license because it is an incredible business. It is an incredible opportunity if you're willing to make the right moves, if you're really willing to embrace the concept of being of service to others and we be willing to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. There are no limits in the amount of money you guys can earn. Really, there isn't. This, that's what I love about real estate, whereas if you want a store or virtually any other kind of business, there are inherent limits to those types of businesses. So if you're not having the best year of your life, I want you guys to do this one thing request a free coaching call. Go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. And just by requesting the free coaching call, we're going to give you six free books. And with those books, you're going to have one of them, it's going to be Real Estate Treasure Map. Open that one up first. And that book is going to be a walkthrough business plan, a fill in the blank business plan. And you're going to then have a call with one of our new member coaches. They're going to specifically target a section in that book that's helping you build your lead generation wheel. You, are you guys with me on this? So request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com. So Julie, I know you need to go. Um yes. And this was an interesting topic. Yes. I, it wasn't my favorite topic. I have to be honest. It was one of those topics that uh, yeah, I know it wasn't great. And I mean it was okay. I think it was, I think it was effective for the you know for the, it the few people that. It is
0: practical. I know. I know.
1: So um, Julie, what are we talking about the rest of the week on the podcast on the radio show? Uh, what can I look forward well, to? That's-
0: Still under production, but we probably are going to be talking specifically about our team outlook, some of the reasons behind the coaching and the discussion that we have about teams based on our own experience, both as agents, brokers, team leaders, coaches and coaches of coaches, okay, if we can keep it that broad, and really getting into the nitty-gritty of that because that still is a pretty prevalent thought. I think there was two or three questions just on our Facebook page this morning about why would I consider being on a team? When is it right to be on a team, off a team? When should I or should I at all build a team? So we'll get back into that discussion a little bit, and uh, maybe we'll have something new on in addition to that on Friday, still under production.
1: Perfect. All right, so listeners, if you need us for anything, it's Tim at com or Julie at com. Have a fantastic day. Remember, all of our past podcasts live on Stitcher, live on iTunes, and live, of course, on com um, And remember, Premier Coaching members, the uh, normal call you have after the normal coaching session you have. Uh, with Coach Julie after today's podcast has been moved to Thursday. So today it's going to be Coach Rochelle, and she's going to help you focus on the things that are her uh, her, her area of expertise. So just when you show up and it's a different coach, don't freak out. Julie is uh, going to be doing the calls on Thursdays now and opposed to Tuesdays because, as I said at the top of the podcast, Zoe has her dance lessons today. (laughs) So you guys have a fantastic day. We'll talk to you on the show tomorrow.